This is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield from The Lynn Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield. Welcome, everybody. We're back. I know it's been a while. We're back. Well, it's been a few weeks. <laughs> Look, I, I had um, I had some very friendly criticism from a wonderful client who said, "What the heck? You know, I used to rely on these consistent shows, and they haven't been so consistent in the last couple months." Yeah. And I said, "Man." That's our New Year's resolution. New Year's resolution. We're back to weekly shows. Yeah. That's it. So, hey, this one's the the Santa's coming. Santa's okay. coming. Santa's coming maybe for a lot of reasons. The problem with us recording this show, just so everybody knows, is we're recording this show about two hours before the Federal Reserve starts speaking. Yeah. And so I'm going to say some stuff in thought. And literally by the time you see this, whatever I said is probably going to be inaccurate <laughs> because I'm going to say what I think. And yeah. then if they do something else, I'm going to look like an idiot. And that's OK, because yeah. that's my goal in life. <laughs> the um, just kidding. If anybody that watches any of our inconsistent shows, let's let's highlight some recent shows. September what 27th, we did a show that said we see the bottom. Right. You know, and we talked mm -hmm. about the bottom of the fourth quarter. And the things that we needed in the market for the, the market to grind its way back higher for a while. We needed earnings. We needed midterms. We needed inflation softening. Mm -hmm. Well, earnings came out. They weren't as miserable as everybody thought they'd be. So that helped. Um, by the hair of our chinny chin chin, at least mine. I, I don't want to say that's a Tana. That's, that could be <laughs> I, hope I don't have any hair on my chin. Offensive. Um, you know, there was some, we'll say positive news out of the midterms, yeah. right? Uh, what is the whole point of the midterms? Is if you have fractured governmental control, it means mm -hmm. that the big fancy government can't do irrational spending anymore, which is a blessing from heaven in the idea of inflation control. The government spending money has created majority of the inflation problem. So, you know, the Republicans getting a little bit of control in the House here helps dampen some of that chaos to let everything heal a little bit. And then inflation, right? So mm -hmm. uh, we did another show right after that. It said October 13th is coming. It must've been a Friday, right? Friday the 13th. <laughs> um, and, and the whole premise was that this was going to be the big first catalyst for the fourth quarter of what are those inflation numbers? How is mm -hmm. it going to drive the market? It's really shaping up that now officially at the moment, that October 13th was the probably the literal bottom of the market. It's been grinding higher ever since then. It's up pretty significantly. Um, to that point, in a week or two, we're going to do another show that will be kind of our outlook for 2023. So hold your breath for that one. Um, I can promise you what I say in it, you're not going to be probably overly happy about, but that's okay because you know what? We're all just paying the bill for all the fun we had, mm -hmm. all those, all those, all those stimulus checks to buy our electric bikes and, and our, our new some free gas card money and all the fun things that we've had. Hey, it's cool. Right. And we can all have a great party till the bill comes. And then everybody can do that weird, like idiot dance, like where no one makes eye contact. Well, uh, it's, it's not, my, <laughs> not, not my bill. 
Well, unfortunately, it's all our bill. And we've been paying it this year, and we're probably going to be paying it into next year. So, anyways, sorry, Tana, I'm already on a rant. No. I, I've, been, I've been talking for four minutes here already. Ugh. Hey, Santa's coming. Good stuff. I wanted to, I wanted to show this. I have a very good. This friend. is he, so awesome. He owns, um, he owns a Superior Stage Crew. They are a, um, a, a company that basically deals with large event stuff, the Super Bowl, the LA Auto Show. All kinds of stuff where they go in and they provide the labor and support mm-hmm. to set up all these big things. You would all be shocked at how much work and labor and process goes into creating stuff. The the uh, Universal Studio Horror Nights. It takes a month mm-hmm. to set up all that stuff and wire it and light it. Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty crazy thing. But in any case, in this example, Santa is literally coming on December 23rd. So I know it's kind of hard to see on the screen here, but so I'll read it. So 3784 Gazebo Lane Camarillo. That's 3784 Gazebo Lane Camarillo. So what they do in the evening is they have this giant metal monstrous tree. It's almost 40 feet tall. It's all LED lit. It's really cool looking. They've got snow machines. They've got photo booths going. They've got Santa Claus. So you can bring your kids, bring your grandkids. It's free to the community. They typically have like treats and hot chocolate and all that kind of stuff, but go down if you want to, and you can get a picture with Santa Claus and uh, really start reigning in the holiday spirit here. So just wanted to do a little shout out on that, that Santa is really coming. Tana told me a funny story though. She told me that these days, if you order Omaha steaks online, they actually show up pre-cooked now. Yeah, they do. Nice and toasty warm right on the front porch. (laughs) Said she got a box of meat that was already uh, room temperature. So. I know. I was like, oh, no. Mm. Anyways, Tana, yep. I've got a lot to talk about. We're already running out of time. I know that there was a couple things that you wanted to touch on. I, I think it was kind of Medicare stuff as we get into the new year here. Yeah. So what kind of exciting stuff can you tantalize us with here? So 2023 has a few changes. So your Medicare Part B premium, your if if you're based on the standard premium, it's going to go down to $164. Which so is crazy. Little difference. Crazy. Um, the annual deductible part B annual deductible is going to be 226. So another reduction, not much, but something to look forward to, I guess. Um, yeah. The COLA though on social security, 8.7% increase. So that is good news. You'll be getting a larger check um, per month. We just finished open enrollment. So a lot of you made some changes with your prescription uh, drug uh, plans. Also, you were able to switch in and out of a Medicare Advantage plan or enroll in one. Um, But now that is over. Thank goodness. It was a busy time, but hopefully everybody got what they needed. Um, What are the the rules on that, though? Because I feel like that is so confusing. It is. You hear about... You hear about open enrollment in the fall and yeah. then you can do whatever you want with your Medicare, but then it, I don't think that's true. That is not true. So even with like Medicare supplements, most people think, okay, now is the time to switch um, Medicare supplements, but that's something that you can do throughout the entire year, but you'd have to go through medical underwriting. The okay. best time to switch your Medicare supplement is on your birth month. So it's called the California birthday rule. You're able to switch to an equal or lesser value plan without answering medical questions. So keep in mind your birth month, that's when you would want to switch 
Medicare supplements. But if you're in a Medicare Advantage plan, then yes, you need to op- you need to wait till open enrollment to switch out of a Medicare Advantage plan to a Medicare supplement. There is another open enrollment coming up starting January 1st through March 31st. So if you're in a Medicare Advantage plan and you do not like it, you have an opportunity to switch out. You can either switch to a new Medicare Advantage plan. So it's kind of a saving grace. You know, what if you made the wrong decision during the annual open enrollment? (laughs) Or if you don't like Medicare Advantage, then you can switch to original Medicare and add a Medicare supplement and a prescription drug plan. So you still have an opportunity to make some some changes. But um, other things to keep in mind, um, when you're turning 65, uh, you'll want to enroll in Medicare usually three months prior to your 65th birthday. Um, if you try and wait till the month after your birthday or the yeah. following month, your Medicare can be delayed up to two to three months. So keep that in mind. Oh, you do weird. have a seven month window, but it gets real tricky if you wait till after your 65th birthday. They will delay it. And that can be really uh, mess up your your insurance coverage. Um, another thing to keep in mind is um, you can delay your Medicare enrollment. So say, for instance, if you have employer group coverage and you're turning 65, you don't have to enroll in Medicare. You can keep the employer group coverage or union coverage without getting a penalty down the road. So when you retire, that's when you would want to switch over to Medicare and you have a special enrollment period. So it allows you to make a change, enroll completely into Medicare Part A and B, whether you want a Medicare Advantage plan or a Medicare Supplement plan, you can do so without penalty. And it gives you a couple months of um, window to get all that buttoned up and enrolled. So yeah. And, you know, one of the things is it's it's big government, too. Right. You know, submitting yeah. these apps and things. Tana sees all kinds of problems with it. So yeah. ideally start on it early. Definitely. Go slow. Make yes. sure you answer the questions correctly. I mean, the dumb things I'm seeing lately. I mean, we, we, I have a separate issue where I, I, I somebody put in their correct zip code on their tax return. And even though it's the correct zip code, you know, like sometimes the zip code like hits two different cities or there's yes. like a sub-city kind of a thing yeah, uh-huh. or whatever. So like yeah. the wrong city was on their tax return, even though they mm. had the right address and the right zip code. Okay. And the IRS has been delaying their their refund for, it's you know, it's been a year and a half or something. And mm. it's just, they can't fix the problem. And the sure. IRS is just so big and blah. So be careful with all that stuff. I mean, I think yeah. was, we were just talking to someone the other day, you mentioned that Somehow they got their name spelled wrong on their Medicare card or oh, on yeah. their supplement. You know, yes. well, guess what? You you try to get the government to fix that. Best, it's gonna best take wishes. <laughs> Yay! Some work to get that fixed. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Absolutely. So, all right, all right. Thank you for the public service announcement on the world's <laughs> most depressing thing. That oh, I know. Care. But give me a um, call if you have questions. It's better to call me and not fret about it and not worry about it. Just call me and we can walk through it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. So let me kind of hop onto this real quick. So yesterday, um, inflation came out, the inflation read year over year. Um, the headline number, 7.1%. So it was lower than expected. The month over month growth was only 0.1%. Inflation is trending down, right? I mean, it's it's trending down pretty significantly. I know it's kind of hard to see this on the screen, but it's amazing. Like when I look at the, the November read here, it came in at 7.1%. 
and I look over the last number of months, we see the peak everyone's talking about. It was back in June mm -hmm. at 9.1%. But the last time we were at 7.1 is all the way back in December of last year. So, you know, we're kind of making this, you know, big growing hill. We're coming down the backside of it. But looking at the annualized number is very misleading. So, Tana, here, I'm going to I'm going to challenge you today, Tana. What I want you to do for the rest of the day. You is when challenge you drive me every day. Because like, I'm challenged. <laughs> the um the when you drive around for the rest of the day i want you to just look in your rearview mirror that's it <laughs> that's impossible okay. no no this is what you're gonna do it's the challenge oh that it's like is those, it. it's like those uh social media challenges like where yeah. you like 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 put a beanie over your face and drive or something <laughs> the um dangerous that's how it feels with the government right now though like the feds whether they're trying to save face or do something. They are fighting yesterday's war with inflation right now. When you create rate increases, it takes a number of months for them to register in the system. So since mm -hmm. the the since June, basically, they've done a boatload of the biggest ever rate increases ever. They don't even know what kind of damage they've done yet. It's barely even registering in the mm -hmm. system and inflation's coming down. And the problem is, is they're solely looking in the rear view mirror. And so here's it. So Everybody loves the news. We get these big giant numbers. Hey, seven percent year over year. Bleh. That's technically true. But another way to look at it is, well, what's literally happening month over month? Because this is now like real time data. And in real time data, let me see if I can scroll down once again. I don't know if anybody can see this here. Maybe I'll make it bigger. Maybe that would make sense. <laughs> look at us. We're so smart. Uh, da, 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 da. It's bigger. So look, in November, real-time data, month-over-month -month growth of inflation was 0.1%. Last month, it was 0.4%. The month before, it was 0.4%. In the late half, second half of summer, it was 0.1%, and it was even negative in July. But when you get past that, right, and you get into the, you know, basically what's happened over the last year, you had the peak inflation in June at 1.3%, 1%. You know, look at this, another one and a quarter percent, a 0.8, a 0.6. You had all these bigger reads. You know what's crazy about that is if I go to peak inflation in June, right, where it peaked out, and I just look at the last five months, July, August, September, October. If I looked at those numbers and I annualized it, that's a 2.4% inflation rate. Mm. Isn't that weird? Mm -hmm. That's weird. So what's happening with inflation is it dips down you know, costs of goods and services are are leveling out mm -hmm. in totality. Now, remember, this is a, a mess everywhere, right? Energy prices are down, food prices are up, rents are rolling over, the dollar softening. So it's still chaos all over the place. But the whole goal is, is the Fed doing damage? And you, you can make an argument that, well, geez, just based on the new reads we're getting, something is happening. The other place that you look at inflation Geez, I gotta make this thing smaller now. I made it too big. Is how many times has Tana talked about the money supply? It's almost annoying how much she talks about yes, it. Yes, it is not annoying. T, not T-Mobile, so they got nothing to do with this. Maybe they do. They're part of the conspiracy. And so what's amazing is remember the money supply. I like, and I, I don't want to belabor this. Maybe this will be the last time in 2022 we talk about this. Right? We'll just we'll put this to rest for the rest of the year. It's, always it's funny not very long. That. I'm not going to, I'm going to wait till <laughs> next year to bring this up again. But what's been happening since 2022? 
what <laughs> since I've been talking about this, what I need to do is inflation. Excuse me, inflation is a monetary phenomenon created by the government. They expand the money supply that's in circulation. More dollars chasing goods, chasing fewer goods because of inflation creates an, because of because of supply chain issues creates inflation. Mm-hmm. And so you look at the chart. I mean, this chart on the screen goes all the way back to 1960. Inflation has been, or excuse me, money supply growth has been steady Eddie mm-hmm. until COVID hit. Then it went up like a missile. Mm-hmm. Well, something fascinating is happening. If I change this chart to year to date, since April, the U.S. money supply has been contracting mm-hmm. at the fastest rate ever recorded. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. This is important. The feds won't talk about this. They won't talk about it in their press conference. I pointed at the, the TV. That's why I did that. Uh, yeah, it was over there. It's over there. Um, they won't talk about this because I think it's embarrassing. They knew that when they were massively expanding the money supply, it was going to create a problem because it's literally econ 101. It's not even the like the econ 102 advanced class. It's like the it's the basic one. And so even last month, the money supply just keeps getting tighter and tighter and tighter. The money is drying up as the feds are doing rate increases, as they're buying back bonds. So quantitative tightening, all the things that they're doing they're the money supply is contracting. This is a huge tailwind for where inflation is going. And so that's the frustration right now is they're probably going to come out today. They're going to do another rate increase. But remember, everything that's a leading indicator, the strength of the dollar, the commodity prices, you know, they, they'll get one um, unemployment read, you know, that was good last week. You know, 260,000 jobs were created instead of 200,000. But still, the unemployment numbers are ticking up. The totality of people on unemployment is ticking up. They're, the damage is setting in from these people. The recession is coming. <gasps> I better be careful. I'm going to give away too much of our next show. So I got to be careful. But But the theme here is, this stuff is really good in the sense of the end goal. Mm-hmm. How long will it take for inflation to get back to 2%? I don't know. But theoretically, you know, another year. It's moving know. in the but, right direction. But yeah, but it's all about this this terminal point is feds are raising rates, inflation's coming down. At what point is there that kind mm-hmm. of inflection point where you say, okay, now the right. now the feds have this this restrictive policy where rates are actually higher than projected and in current inflation. And then at some point they have to then bring rates down to try to kind of find this smoother path. You know, so I'm rather convinced at the moment watching the money supply that we're doing pretty good. Mm -hmm. This is the thing I watch. I was not surprised that inflation came down lower than expected yesterday on the read because the money supply ticked Mm -hmm. down again. This never happens. So if the money supply keeps getting tighter and tighter and drying up all of those excess reserves that are out in the system, there's going to be less dollars in the system chasing all the goods and inflation mm-hmm. is going to continue to get under control. Does it mean that everything's perfect? No. Eggs are up 50%. It's insane. Um, you know, I, I don't know what to do. Um, make smaller eggs. Just <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, haven't you heard of like shrinkflation where they, where they, to keep the price of something the same, they just give you a smaller portion now? Oh yeah. Well, I'm already noticing that. I think bag sizes and you so know, if you want a dozen eggs for a for dollar twenty nine again, you just have to get quail eggs. <laughs> quail eggs, oh gross! Like little, no, everyone you. should get a smaller frying pan. Yeah, you know, 
Honestly, it probably portion be, control. It actually could be good for be all good of for us. All. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna say yeah, it's probably gonna be a good thing. Let's, let's shrinkflation a large fry at McDonald's <laughs> back to what it looked like in the eighties. That that would oh, that's that, awesome. That would be helpful. So in any case, I just kind of wanted to touch on that because we're living in current events this week, right? Inflation came out yesterday. I keep looking over at the news. You got Tom Lee on the news from Funstrat talking right now, to be honest with you, not to be mean to all my listeners and viewers. I'd rather have you all muted so I could listen to what he's saying because I find him entertaining. But so I'm feeling there's like a there's like all this like little anxiety right now. You're missing out. FOMO. Mouth is moving. Oh my goodness. This is fear of missing out. Okay, they, they just did the title for him. So he's saying the path to 4750 on the SP. So his year in target for the SP next year is 4750. Probably be considered optimistic right now. But the um, but in any case, we'll see what happens in a couple hours with the feds. We'll see how that shapes the market. The show's called the Santa Claus Rally because if the feds are nice to us, statistically, the market should, we think, grind up for another month or so, kind of through the end of the year, getting into the beginning of next year. And then as soon as earnings start rolling out in mm-hmm. January, everyone needs to duck and cover. But like I said, in a, in a week or so, we'll do another show where we kind of touch on the outlook for next year, some of the things that we're thinking about, some friendly investment advice that people could at least apply in their own lives or certainly things that we'll be evaluating for our own clientele. But other than that, um, Merry early Christmas. Yeah. It's coming up. So there you go. That was it. I got a little ranty, but I enjoyed it. Every moment of it. It was great. It was good information. um, All right. If anybody has any questions, call us 805-500-7035. 805 500 7035. You can always visit our main website, the Lind Group. Lind is L Y N D. So the Lindgroup.com. And everybody have a wonderful day. Toodaloo. Thank you for listening to The Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at the Lind Group. Call 805 805- Five zero zero seven zero three five, or visit them online at thelindgroup.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary, and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by the Lind Group Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through the Lind Group, LLC. The Lind Group, LLC, and the Lind Group Advisors, LLC are not affiliated companies. Lind Group, LLC. The Lynn Group Advisors LLC and Michael Mansfield are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.